childhood stole from them, robbed of our names and our language, stole again. Who stole the soul from black folk? Same man that stole the lamp from cheap black smoke and made the whip crackle on our back. Slow made us go through the back door and rap for black bodies on the slave blocks. Hey yo, people. Yup, it's another week, another episode of Echoes from the Void. Felt right to come in with a little bit of common because, hey, there definitely seems to be a lot of sense that is missing right now. You know what I mean? God damn it. It's insane, man. <laughs> like, yo. Ain't everyone must know about the Dominic Cummins situation But, I gotta say man, I don't know what people were expecting You know what I mean? Like everyone's acting pissed But, half of those, well more than half of those people They voted in this government So... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like shit like this hasn't happened before. You know what I mean? People acting like they're above everyone else. But yo, motherfuckers, you brought this on. You voted these clowns. You know what I mean? So uh, bear the fruit that you sowed. You know what I mean? That's all it is, right? That's all it is. But, um, yeah, fuck it, man. I ain't even know anymore. Man, like, I think shit's meant to be opening up come mid-June. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens. But it's kind of funny, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people, a lot of people love to be saying, yo, I'm seeing, you know, the cup half full. Rather than half empty And I'm just like Yo If if you're equating Your life to be a cup Then Your shit's fucked up <laughs> You know what I mean That's some tiny ass shit motherfucker Like I'm, I'm looking bigger than that <laughs> You know what I mean It's like fuck You, you want to be looking like Shit's an ocean you know what I mean? Because if if a cup is your benchmark, it says a lot, right? Says a lot. But um, yo, let's get into this week's episode and um start addressing some of the crazier shit that's happening. Um, yeah, and see if we can make sense of this. Crazy ass BS. Oh, well, this is um, definitely a crazy sign of the current times, right? So, uh, a man in Singapore was, uh, yeah, he was sentenced to death via Zoom. Now, I have to admit, right? Have to admit, and yes, it is. It was a stupid fool. But when I first read that, I was a bit like, "Oh damn!" Like my man sitting at home, just you know, gets a notification, 
thinks he's like, you know, joining uh, the day's meeting and he's greeted by some judge saying, um, yeah, you're gonna die. That, that's the initial thought I had, like, yo, man, that's kind of crazy, right? And then I kind of was like, oh, yeah, no, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> like, obviously, <laughs> he knows he's in the shit, and he's in sort of, some sort of, like, custody somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, he's got his lawyer and all of that. Yeah. Uh, which, yes, <laughs> I, it, it was the case. Once, once I actually read the piece, and was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ob- yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Yeah, ob- obviously. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's weird. Like, he's 37, right? This dude is 37, and... um. It's because he had um, he was involved in this big drug deal. Like the the real like thing of it though, the drug deal. Like he got done. Like he got caught for this in like two thousand and eleven. Right. So just think, this shit has been hanging around since then. Oi, that's gotta suck, right? You know what I mean? But, like, what doesn't make any sense, right? So, there's human rights groups. <laughs> I want to understand what they're thinking about with this shit, right? There's human rights groups that are arguing that pursuing the death penalty at a time when the world is being gripped by a pandemic is abhorrent. A bit like why, like what? What is that justification? Because you know there's a crisis happening. That yeah, it's a bad thing to do that. Because I don't really get that thinking. You know, really, that thinking doesn't make any sense. Now, if you're just fighting the death penalty as a whole. Fine, do your thing. You know what I mean? Because I'm not like, uh, it's kind of up and down, right? Because you kind of think, eh, it's kind of bad. Like people facing, you know, for certain crimes and certain things. But then when you hear about someone that, you know, rapes a baby or just rapes, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like some people that do these nasty ass things. It's just a bit like, oh yeah, no, fuck, like, yeah, fuck that person, fuck that person, because it's like, with all that's going on, I think I mentioned it last week, I ca- I cannot remember, <laughs> so I need a fucking producer, <laughs> but anyway, right, um, I forget which state it was, but in the US, they let out, because you know what I mean, they're letting prisoners out of jail, right, they let, they let some pedos out, which is just like, what, and these are, you know I mean? in the hierarchy of pedodom, these were some creme la creme peds, you know what I mean, 
These were some high caliber motherfuckers and they got let out. Also let out a murderer. Well, a few murderers, let's say. And one of them, yeah, he killed someone else. He got rearrested. I think it was like three weeks later for murdering someone else. And it's kind of like that sort of person. You know, it's a bit like, well, they're a piece of shit. They're a piece of shit. Right? And you can argue, you know, whatever. But obviously, they're not changing. They were given a second fucking chance. But then just went and murdered someone else? What is that? Right? That's some... Fucking, that's in the, yo, that's in the core now. You ain't getting rid of that. That's embedded. You know what I mean? So he's just a straight up killer. So, like, someone like that, it'd be hard to argue for them not to be killed if they were in a place where that was, you know what I mean? That was a consequence. They killed one person, were let out for some fucking reason, and then killed again? Like, three weeks later. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of feel that, hey, you come out and you're just like, yo, I don't want to go back. So you're in your best behavior. You're the fool. So to lapse after three weeks? God damn. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know why I went on that tangent. I have no, I don't know why. Yeah, I was just thinking, I'm just like, wait, how did I get to this? Hmm. Oh, fuck, I know, I know. Um. Yeah, they're definitely. Yes, I don't know why they're arguing that just because the world is crazy right now, that it's a bad thing. It's not, it's not. Like, you can say you're against a death penalty, that's fine. But because this, because there's always something terrible happening, right? Maybe not on your doorstep, but there's some part of the world, there's a famine, there, there's, a you know, some sort of crisis. So, yeah, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Um, and I don't know how... He he would beat this because supposedly they're going to um try and you know what I mean get a uh what do you call it a um appeal yes they they, they it said they're considering an appeal but the thing is right when like Singapore it has a zero tolerance drug policy. A zero to- So everyone knows this Right Everyone knows that Yo If we uh, If we get caught mm, Could be curtains So going in You you know what the deal is Like supposedly in 2013 18 people were executed Because of drugs Yeah So Hey, it's not like, oh, yeah, I just stumbled upon this. You know know what I mean? Like, you knew going in. And, 
yeah, I, I can't have sympathy for people that do those sort of things. Like, knowing... Like, if this was the first ever thing, and normally you just got a slap on the wrist, and it's just like, yo, uh, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, man, that's harsh. Fuck. Yeah, you shouldn't have done it, but fuck. Right? But then think about the consequences, right? So the drugs that he was fucking with, like, they could have gone to someone who... You know, just, hey, tried them for the first time, right? And then died. Or, like, you know what I mean? Because they cut these things with all manner of shit, right? So, yeah, multiple people could have got fucked up by each other. Like, we don't know. So, yeah, it's just a crazy situation. And uh, he knew what the fuck was happening going in. So, yeah. I, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. But it's just a crazy thing to find that shit out over Zoom. Oh. But I guess at least... You know what I mean? Like, because usually I think you're in a courtroom full of people and bum bum bum. And, yeah, you don't have to be in that. So it kind of helps maybe on that front. With a person getting sentenced But yeah I don't know, weird And it's like, yo Hey, it is something that could be Utilised in the future Cuts out a I don't know, just like The need for a lot of shit Right? Using those rooms And they could be utilised for other stuff So, hey Maybe This is, um a new way forward, right? So sentencing by Zoom. <laughs> We're getting closer and closer to the Jetsons, people. Okay, so I was reading about um, Jamal uh, Um Yeah, I don't know if I pronounced that right. But... Um, he was a uh, man. He was like a journalist. You know what I mean. He he criticized the the Saudi government, um, and he he fled the country in fear of his life. So he'd been living in the U.S. for a while, uh, and I don't know why, but he was in Turkey. I, I so I'm assuming it's because uh yeah, I don't know. I like because I know that his fiance was Turkish, so maybe they were there to visit her family or you know, she maybe she still lives there or I don't know. But it was in Turkey and while he was there he went to the uh, Saudi embassy to get papers so he could marry her, right? And, um, yeah, she was waiting for him outside, and he never came back. Never came back. So, yo, this was in 
2018, okay, um, yeah, the, 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 the consulate in, uh, Istanbul, right, and, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, lies came out, like the, the, you know, Saudi government first said that he'd left, you know, left by another exit, and all of this stuff, then they finally admitted that um he had been killed by a um you know a a a a team who was on a secret operation to um get him back to Saudi Arabia which you know Kind of like, hey, if you're trying to get him back to Saudi, then you were you wanted to do to him something to him there. <laughs> you know what I mean, he was probably gonna face death in Saudi Arabia, like ah, some crazy shit, right? But um, I, because it was you know Ramadan, that is you know we just had that. Um, his sons. Put out a statement um, via Twitter because <laughs> that is uh, the place to, um, you know, put out those those personal feelings. But they put out a statement and it said, um, "In this blessed night of the blessed month, we remember God's saying." If a person forgives and makes reconciliation, his reward is due from Allah. Therefore, we the sons of Marta Jamal Kashhogi announce pardoning those who killed our father, seeking reward, God Almighty. So, um, yeah, there's a lot, which... I mean, it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of a weird thing. It's like, it's a, you know, like, you're, if you're going to pardon someone, right? If you're going to say, look, I forgive this person, blah, blah, blah. It's not for a reward. Like, you're doing it for, I don't know, inner peace. You know, just trying to get past something. But to be like, all right, we're going to do this because uh, we want... You know what I mean? We want to be treated once we get to the promised land. Like, that's kind of weird. But you have to kind of think about it, right? They still live in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) You know what I mean? They still live in Saudi Arabia. So you know that, hey, they're in fear of their fucking lives. (laughs) Because... Their government knows where they live, especially the fact that, you know, I think it was last year, they, like, all his, all Cash Hoggy's kids were given homes and they get monthly payments as compensation for, uh, you know, their dad being murdered. So, you know what I mean? Like, you know there's probably pressure coming down on them to be like, yeah, you got to kind of, you know what I mean, come out and say some shit. Otherwise, you ain't getting these payments. Otherwise, you're, we're taking back your house. Or it's just a factor of, hey, you know, 
shit can happen, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, his fiance, she's not having it, right? She ain't having it at all. Um, and she put out, again, more with the tweets. So she was like, Jamal Kashoggi has become an international symbol bigger than any of us. Admired and loved, his ambush and heinous murder does not have a statue of limitation and no one has the right to pardon his killers. I and others will not stop until we get justice for Jamal. Because this is another thing, right? If a family member pardons the killer of someone, then they're sent if they're caught, like their sentence can be um commuted. From the death penalty. Which just seems crazy. But. Right. At the end of last year. Five men. Were. Um, killed. Right. So five men were sentenced to death. For supposedly. Being part of that trial. They didn't name the men. Like it's all very suspicious. It's over because if a team had been tasked to get him to the country, then you know who <laughs> you know who the people were that killed him. If you're saying that team killed him, right? So you know. And but the the biggest thing about all of this, right, is just um the UN, the United Nations. Like the United Nations are all going, you know what I mean? They're saying, yes, like this is a terrible situation. And um we we still think, you know what I mean, that, that justice has to be done and all like they're coming out and they're talking. You know, like um you know, uh, uh, one of their special representatives said that, uh, you know, the, this, they, uh, the trial was a joke, basically. And they urged for an independent investigation. And supposing, you know, that he was killed in 2018. Right? And the UN has been involved since then. But it kind of just shows what a joke the UN is. Because they've not been able to do anything. Done nothing. Like, it happened in Turkey. Turkey is part of the UN. Yeah, they ain't done shit. Right? Like, they're meant to be... You know, everyone tries to act like the UN is, like, this big... Peacekeeper and the, But really they have no Power They're a joke Like all of this is a joke There's it, You know what I mean If anything was going to happen Like it, they should have been able to Sort it by now But yeah it, it's, it's just this crazy thing Like no one seems to care I, yeah, you know, you kind of feel that I think the UN's done. They're just really dropping the ball on so many things. So, hey, maybe we need something else, right? That could be it. We need 
something else to try and hold all this shit together. Because there ain't no United Nations, frankly. It's all a bit of a joke. Alright, so, um, hey, <sighs> man, I think people are, uh, dumb as fuck, people are straight up dumb, right, and they want to make a deal out of just silly things when, like, talk about the bigger issue, alright, Talk about the bigger issue, you fucks. Yeah, it's um, it's like uh, okay, so there's an Iranian parkour athlete who uh, got arrested the other day, um, supp- supposedly for kissing. I don't know if it's he's like this woman. He does. The a lot of kind of parkour stunts and shit with right. Don't know if it's his girl or what, but yeah, they they were arrested because like that he posted a picture of them kissing, hanging off a building. Now, right, so some people have like actually when you look at his timeline, there's a load of these pictures. So what's going on? Now, the real thing is, right, so supposedly he had um, questioned the government over the disappearance of his dad, right? So he'd done that. And so, yeah, people kind of like, okay, that's the real reason. Because it's like... So, you know, the cyber police got in contact with him about this shit, right? And uh, they're not very good police, if that's the first image that, uh, you know what I mean? That they were like, hold on, you can't do this. So, yeah, obviously, it's the other thing that he's getting in trouble for. And people are just like, oh, you should let him be able to do whatever he wants. He, parkour is a way of life. Parkour is a, it's not about parkour. It's about other things. But it's Sharia law. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like, you, you know that that's going to be frowned on. You know that at any moment they could, you know what I mean? The government might just go, you know what? Nah, you're getting done. Because it's happened numerous times. Like, numerous times people have been, you know what I mean? Like, got in trouble for doing this kind of shit. Okay? So, um, what is it? I think a musician, yo, she got in trouble um, in, what, 2018? Because she posted a music video um, where she wasn't wearing a headscarf. Like, there was another group that got in trouble for the same thing. So, you know that's the case. So, let's be serious. 
everyone knows this isn't about parkour. Let's just be honest. It's not about parkour. It's about Sharia law, where you're not you're not allowed to. You know, PDA ain't a thing. You know, kissing in public, holding hands in public. You can get like your hands chopped off. You can get whipped. You can, yeah. It's trouble. Like if a woman is out without a headscarf, again, trouble. Hey, like we know if a, a, a married woman, not even not even a married woman, if if, if a, you know, a married woman has an affair, or if a, a you know what I mean, a woman has an affair with a guy who's married, or just, and she doesn't even have to know he's married, right, she's gonna be the one that faces the harsher penalty, we know this, so, if you have a problem, talk about the law, Stop being like, oh, it's so bad that they won't let him do part. No, talk about the law, you fucking idiots. Right? Try and change that. Yeah, it's not going to (laughs) happen. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. But that's the only thing. You know? know, Maybe if countries were, you know, just put sanctions in place and actually held to them. Maybe certain things might get, I don't know, pulled back a little bit. But, um, hey, I forget which countries it was. But late, last year, I think it was Saudi Arabia, maybe. But they, you know, implemented even stricter Sharia law. Which, even at the time, they had kind of said they were going to do anyway years before. You know, they were like, wait, we've got this three-tiered plan of how we're hearing, and it was just the next tier, but everyone lost their shit, but that, you, hey, haven't heard a thing now, you know what I mean, like, people need to be consistent, people need to talk about this kind of shit, if you, if you want to actually implement change, but let's be realistic, right, Let's not try and, do you know, dance around the edges. You know, pretend it's something it's not. Because we know what it is. So, you know what I mean? Put your big pants on. And let's be real. It's time for real talk, motherfuckers. Yo, this is kind of a crazy situation. And um, definitely could be a game changer, right, if you think about it, so, um, now, it did take place in the Netherlands, so, I don't know, I don't know, uh, if it will gain kind of global traction or not, because I'm sure it's something that happens all the time, but, uh, basically, right, a, um, a woman has won a, cre- a case against her her grandmother because the grandmother posted pictures of her grandchildren to uh, social media. 
You know, she put them on Facebook, Pinterest, and, you know, maybe other places. Who knows? But um, she had a falling out with her daughter. And the daughter's just like, yo, you need to take those pictures down. But uh, Granny wouldn't do it. So we went to fucking court. Went to court. That's some crazy ass shit that you can never take back, right? Um, and uh, yeah, the court ordered her to take him down. Now, the thing is, right? So normally, like if it was just, oh, you're, you put a poster up or pictures up in your house, then, hey, the court's going to be like, you got to just deal with it. We ain't touching this but because they're on social media right so this is the thing because they're on social media the court said with facebook it cannot be ruled out that place photos may be distributed and may end up in the hands of third parties which is the thing and, uh, yeah, when they're saying third parties, probably thinking pedos and the like. So, um, yeah, she, so she has to take him down and she's getting fined 50 euros for every day she, um, doesn't do it. Like, what a crazy situation. You know what I mean? Like, because you kind of feel... I think everyone's bit like their friends have put a photo up and they've, you know, they're looking kind of shitty in a photo and you'd be like, yo, can you take that down? And you kind of feel, you know what I mean? You, the friends should take that down. And for the most part, I think everyone does. But if they say, nah, <laughs> I'm going to leave that. It's a shitty thing. It's a shitty thing. Uh, and... To the fact that you, the only way you can get this shit to happen, you have to go to court. Like this, you know what I mean? This, they're pretty much, you can't walk this one back. This is always going to be there. This stink ain't washing off. So, um, hey, I think Gran got off kind of lightly though. Because, hey... If the daughter was feeling real grimy about it, you can just go around her and cough in Granny's face. And then she'd be able to tell her to take shit down once Granny's dead. But I'm just like, so Gran, how hard would have that password been to crack? <laughs> I'd just gone around the yard and just logged into her account because you know, does she really know cookies? Does she really know anything? Does she log her shit out? Probably not. You would go on there and just remove the shit and she ain't even gonna know because probably got dementia too. So yeah, I don't know. But hey, cuckoo crazy for sure. But it does open up those gates. Right, this is the benchmark now. So, hey, if anyone else has got a gripe about you know a relative or someone you know doing a similar thing, they can just come back to this and be like, um, yeah, that case in the Netherlands. So, um, you know, we want 
that down. And yeah, it might happen now. Who the fuck, who the fuck knows, right? Hmm, interesting times for sure. All right, so ever since, uh, you know, Corona hit and all of that, there's just been, oh, <laughs> there's been a lot of crazy talk, right? And crazy talk when it comes to Disney. Now, Disney, you know, they make a lot of money from their theme parks. You know what? I think what there's two in the States, right? Um, I think there's... One in China, one in Japan, something like that, right? And then there's Euro Disney in France. So there's at least five parks. There might be six. I might have missed one. But there's at least five parks. So they're making money from that. They're making money from the cinema. So they've lost all those revenue chains, and so there was talk that, oh, Apple could buy Disney, which, like, it was never going to happen. Everyone knows it's not going to happen. It's a stupid thing. But there was that talk out there. Um, and another thing that happened because of this, the NBA season was put on hold, you know, and, like, no one knew. What is it going to resume? What's happening? Well, something that could help both things, right? Supposedly, the NBA is in talks with Disney to, um, yeah, continue the season from uh, Disney's ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex, which would be huge, Imagine that shit, right? So, um, I think this would happen from the end of July. So, not only do we get, you know what I mean, like, the NBA back, which is always fun, right? That would be fun. But Disney get to, yeah, they get to make a lot of money. I'm sure that is, it's not going to be cheap, right? Because the whole thing is... The games would be held there, practices, like everything, every single thing. So yeah, that would be crazy. That'd be crazy if that were to happen. Man, it's a good fit. There's ESPN. They show the, the show NBA. I don't know if they've got soul rights, but yeah, they definitely show NBA. So yeah, it's a good fit. And it hey, both organizations are gonna benefit. Uh I, yeah, it will just be real interesting to see um see what happens from this. You know, because I know they've they've supposedly with the Premier League in the UK, there was talk of holding like all the games, but just from like four state from four kind of stadiums. But you know, the teams are just like, nah, <laughs> we don't want that. You know, we yeah, we're not having that. But yeah, so you know, because you think like NBA franchises are all over the states, so 
yo, what would this imply? Like, how would this come together? Because it means they would have to then, you know, travel there. It does mean everyone's playing essentially an away game. But yeah, they have to travel there and do their thing. So, um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I am definitely intrigued, though. Definitely intrigued. Hey, so, you know, it's another kind of story that suddenly just out of nowhere comes. Because, to be honest, I had never heard of um, the Call Me Daddy podcast. You know? Never heard of that Like the one that I know And I checked out You know Is the guys we fucked You know what I mean Like I've listened to that podcast a few times Um Yeah And You know They're they're funny They're amusing Like um You know There's been a lot of crossover with other stuff you know, Christina Hutchins and, um, oh, fuck, who is the, um, I, um, Corinne fucking Fisher, Corinne Fisher, Christine Hutchins, and that's it, so yes, I've, um, you know what I mean, I've checked that out, you know, I've laughed at that one, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of the Call Me Daddy one, so, you know, but then out of nowhere, boom, this whole fucking situation, Blows up And What I thought was Like the the most disgusting thing from that Was a Telegraph article about the situation Because their headline is How men and money destroyed the Call Her Daddy podcast Like What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? It wasn't men that destroyed that podcast. It was the girl's just stupidity. And there's so much that goes into this situation, right? Because when you break it all down, like the stuff that you you know you're getting told, firstly, they didn't know each other. Supposedly, they'd met at South by Southeast. Is it South by Southeast? South by, that's the big music. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they met there, supposedly. And they were in a bar talking about guys. And supposedly, this is a big thing. This, you know, people always exaggerate. And when you're not there and you don't know Anyone else who can collaborate the thing That's all you can say But supposedly A load of people started to um, Pay attention to their conversation And someone was like You should have a podcast Mm-hmm And uh, supposedly They didn't even know what podcasts were It's 2018 I kind of feel that's bullshit but you know, whatever. It was it was like when um you know the guy that created heroes was like, I've never read a read a comic book in my life. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. Whatever. But yeah, so 
you know, supposedly they'd never heard a podcast and they didn't know each other. But when they got back to New York, they, um, you know, decided to try and do this thing. So that's part of the story, you know, that you're getting told. Now, one of the girls was, you know, she's dating a, I think it's an executive at HBO. I think that's the thing. And he was advising her on the contracts. Because, you know, when they first started, they they recorded the podcast on their own. Well, they did like a month's worth of episodes. So they did four episodes, I believe. And then straight away, they got picked up by Barstool. And so, yeah, they signed over, you know, the IP to Barstool. And became kind of employees of them. And so this is where it starts to get crazy and... You know, you don't know what's actually true and what isn't. Because they're getting paid by Barstool. Well, they signed an initial contract, which was, I think, for three years. But even before the first year is up, you know, Barstool, like, gives them more money. They're like, all right, cool. So they get more money. And, um, but they're also getting bonuses and shit like that. Now, bro, if we're to believe, right, so, um, hmm, I can't even remember their names, man, but one of them, um, I think it's like the, uh, Cooper, Alex Cooper, she was given a, a, a bonus because she says she, um, she produces the podcast, she edits it. And all of that, she, you know, I mean, she's promoting it. Well, Sophia Franklin, she doesn't do that. Yeah, so that's the thing. And you know, when you hear, you know, them talking, talking about the whole thing, you're kind of like, well, this was never gonna last anyway. Very like the way they're talking, it's kind of like this was never gonna last. Motherfuckers are, are lucky that they got two years out of them because it sounds like a hot mess. Because you've got like, um, you know, Cooper saying that you know, Franklin made her feel uncomfortable because she would always come up to her and go, Oh, why are you? you know, staying late and doing all this other stuff, like, when you're putting out posts and it's just you, it makes me uncomfortable, so straight away, that's a weird thing, and the fact that you haven't just sat down and said, all right, this shit needs to be done, who's doing it, all right, I'm gonna do it, well, then I get that credit, you know what I mean, or if you're gonna be like, all right, you're going to do it, but, you know, it's just a 50-50 down the line, so, you know, I still get a credit as doing that shit too, like, you have to make that fucking decision, you can't just leave that in the air, 
There's like, look, we've seen so many examples of this shit. So to anyone that's like, oh, I didn't know what I'm, you no, you were lazy. You were lazy and you couldn't be bothered. That's it. Because we've seen so many bands break up because of this kind of shit. Like we've there's so many examples of what not to do in situations and when signing contracts. So to be like, oh, I was young, I didn't because you're not young. You're these girls are in their fucking twenties. So come on. Come the fuck on. Right, so she got a bonus, but she didn't she didn't want to split it with the other girl. Like Cooper didn't want to split it with Franklin, and she didn't tell Franklin either. So again, you know it's gonna come out at some point. Shit like that always comes out. So uh yeah, you're idiots. So you have this. Then, um, suppose, you know, a month ago or something like that, it, it just went off air. And certain messages started popping up and people were like, oh, what's happening? And then they find out, oh, there's these arguments going out. And as Barstool own the IP now, you know what I mean? Like, the owner put out a podcast from their podcast, which is a bit weird, they're like, if you're going to, I feel, kind of talk about the situation, do it in another thing, you know, you can put a link to it on, you know, their social media or something like that, tag it, but to put out a call me daddy podcast, but it be the CEO of Barstool, just, <laughs> you know what I mean, airing all the shit out, it's kind of weird, right, it's kind of weird, because then it's like, everyone, you need everyone to put out their version, because Hey, if there's only one lot of information out, people are going to be like, mm, what's happening? So everyone needs to drop their kind of version and then people can draw whatever conclusions they want. That's what you need to do. But um, yeah, so word comes that they were offered contracts, but um, yeah, they're not all happy. So Cooper supposedly, she's down. But Franklin isn't. And her boyfriend, the HBO dude, told her, mm, yeah, it's not enough money. And I think it's like 500000 for the year or something. like. You know what I mean? Which is a lot of fucking money. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a lot of money. Considering you're in like where you are. Right? Because they got more... Exposure being on Barstool, so could, would they have been big just on their own? Now it was, it was popular in that first month supposedly, but would it have been where it is now? That's the thing, probably not. And it's not to say it wouldn't get there, but it probably would have taken a bit longer to do that. Which, that happens. That's how it is. But, um, yeah. 
you know, but Franklin is saying that, 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 you know, she's not happy with the New Deal because the New Deal has Cooper controlling the production. But if that's what she's doing anyway, you know what I mean? It's a crazy kind of thing. And to say what, which, what the Telegraph did, like men fucked it up. No. Like, you just listen to these girls talk and they fucked it up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because they weren't really communicating properly. That's it. They weren't communicating. If they're hiding things from each other, if they haven't ironed out who does what, you know this is coming. It's not fucking rocket science that everything is going to blow the fuck up. What like what does anyone expect? You know, then you've got like ugh. Suppose like the fans of the podcast are uh, morons as well, but they're saying oh, and the girls are talking that you know they're broke and blah blah blah. But then we find out that they're making all this money, and it's just a bit like listen, if you believed. That they were just flat out broke, then you're morons. You, you know what I mean? You've got to be an idiot if if that's what you're believing. You know? You know they've signed this contract and they've gone over to Barstool. You know that's happened. So how are you thinking that they've got no money? Morons. And it's just like, uh, we feel betrayed. Like, what are you talking about? You feel betrayed. Like, you're an idiot. They don't owe you anything. Like, no one really owes anyone anything. It's just like, look, do you want to listen to it or don't you? Do you enjoy listening to these stories about their exploits? And... You know, how much of that is true? Which, again, I don't care. But, yeah, it is what it is. If you're telling stories about certain shit, you run out of material, right? It's as simple as that. Unless, literally, every weekend you're doing some... You know what I mean? You're doing something else. But there's going to be a point where you run out. So... You know what I mean? Like, hey, how much of it is true? Now, it can be based on truth. It can be, you know, elaborated. Because that's what happens, right? You're telling stories. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're embellishing it a little. Eh, whatever. But yeah, shit happens, man. But yeah, does it have the people being like, oh, we feel betrayed? It's like people grow up. Grow up. But yeah, you you look at this whole situation. Like these girls fuck themselves. You know what I mean? These girls really fuck themselves. And Bastel, like Bastel are <laughs> you know I mean they're playing this shit for sure. You know what I mean? Like, they brought out 
a line of merchandise. Like throwing shade at the chick's boyfriend. I mean, god damn it. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. Like, and the crazy thing about it is, right, so supposedly from right now, the podcast is going to be coming back, right? But it's just going to be Cooper running it on her own, right? So we're going to have Cooper running it on her own, but now... um. The uh, CEO of Barstool, right, Um, he has said that um, he's happy to give Franklin her own podcast. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. So. Yeah, again, it would be on Barstool, but he he's happy to give her her own her own podcast. Like, and, and the thing that always makes me laugh is just like, yeah, there's no hard feelings. Yeah, like, obviously there's hard fucking feelings. Otherwise, a lot of the shit that's been said wouldn't get said. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's ways of saying things which is like, yeah, there isn't. Any hard feelings, but <laughs> yo, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, you do wonder, like, because the the real play here is, yeah, offer them both their own podcast, right? And then down the line, you just give them both the boot, because <laughs> you can. They're employees of yours, so yeah. Because, like, to be, oh, yeah, but we, we're we cool with both of these girls. Like, they're both, you know, they both sound like pains in the asses, frankly. And, you know, like, you, you can think of better things to do with that 500,000 that you're giving to them each year. Plus, you know, Endorsements and all the other shit on top of that So, there's, you know, I'm sure there's better things you could be thinking of doing with that money Like, hey, there's other people you could bring in to host a podcast So, yeah, yeah, give them this shit This whole bullshit's gonna die down And then it's like, you know, bye-bye <laughs> they own like Barstool own the IP. I don't give a fuck. They can just bring someone else in to do to, you know what I mean to do that thing. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. It's just man, some people just cannot handle shit. But yeah, I just thought, the Telegraph, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Hey, you clickbait motherfuckers. It's, it's, it's kind of foul. It's kind of foul, really. Mm. And also, are you saying that these chicks 
don't know their own minds? Come on, man. They're not little girls. You know what I mean? It's not like you're dealing with two 14-year-olds who don't really know the world. Like, they're 26 or 27 and 28. You know what I mean? They're in that bracket. So they're old enough. They're old enough to know a lot better and to be able to do their own shit. They fucked it. But whatever. <laughs> what the fuck ever. <laughs> oh, goddamn. Alright, so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy, right? And the, the crazy thing is, I was listening to, I think it was, man, I think it was the last episode of Two Bears, One Cave. And on that, I think it was that episode, they talked, they were doing a search for something. And they found a clip of Jimmy Fallon in blackface. And they were like, oh, shit. But then they were just like, all right, let's leave this one. And and then <laughs> I, I see it's all over the fucking news. Right? It's all over the news. Uh, there's, somehow it got on Twitter. And I don't know if it was because of the podcast. Or, but, yeah, it's it was out. It was out there. And um, Fallon, he put, he put out a, a statement. He put out, well, he put out a tweet. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, I don't know. So this is what he said, right? Um, in 2000, while on SNL, I made a terrible decision to do an impersonation of Chris Rock while in blackface. There is no excuse for this. I am very sorry for making this unquestionably offensive decision and thank all of you for holding me accountable. Which, hey, it's a bullshit. <laughs> it's a bullshit thing to say. Ain't gonna lie. It's just full of shit. There's, like, this is the thing, okay? Loads of people have, like, it's not like this has come out of the blue. There's been people who have got into trouble recently because old shit came up with them in blackface. So he would have known, fuck, I did it too. Like, he knew that. At, or, you know what I mean, maybe he forgot, but I tell you this, someone on his team would have, you know what I mean, because everyone was, you know, checking their timelines, everyone was in panic mode, like, fuck, what have I put out there, what have I put out there, so someone would have come to him and been like, yo, um, remember when you were on SNL, you did the Chris Rock thing, and he's like, oh, fuck, Right, so he would have known ages ago. So to 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 you know what I mean to put this statement out now. You know I, mean? I am very sorry for making this unquestionably offensive decision. Hey, if you were, you would have come out then. Do you know what I mean? Like all these people that put out these things saying, oh, I am deeply sorry and blah, blah, blah. It's just like you're not. You're not. Because, hey, if you were, you hold up your hands straight away. 
You know what I mean? You'd be like, listen. I have to say, look, you know what I mean? He, and he could have done it. He's making a joke about a certain situation. He's, he's like, hey, hey, but I can't throw rocks. I'm in my own glass house. You know what I mean? Like, I've done something similar. I've done something similar. I did a sketch. You know what I mean? And, and at the time, we thought it was hilarious. But, hey, whoo, you can't do that shit now. And yeah, I realized, but hey, we were trying to be funny. You know, that's what you could have done. And and then you'll be like, all right, motherfucker's been genuine because no one brought that up. He's the one that brought it up. And hey, I'm not saying he should lose his job. Because that was 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago, and everyone has done something that they, you know, that they could look back on now and go, hmm, that was a bit, yeah, I could not do that now, Ooh, man, but it's just like, yeah, we've, like, everyone's done that kind of shit, but here's the thing, you can say, hey, we at the time we thought it was funny. We weren't trying to do it to be offensive. Like it wasn't like, you know, when Black Peace first happened in the movies and TV where they were doing it because they weren't gonna give black people those roles. Right? That's how it all started, right? So, you know, he can be like, look. We weren't doing it like that. We just thought it was funny. And this is the thing. That shit got signed off. That shit got signed off by the people running SNL. So, you know what I mean? If everyone else thought it was wrong, that would never have hit the screen. It, it's not like they just, you know, the, the, you know, the studio, NBC are like, yo, just do your thing, guys. No, they've got bosses, they have to run the sketches by people and say, hey, what do you think of this? And, you know, they go through, be like, all right, we're going to have that one, we'll do that one, boom, that, let's move that one to the beginning, blah, blah. you know what I mean? Everything's getting signed off. So it's not just Fallon here. <laughs> like, if you, if you were saying, oh, Fallon needs to go, then basically you need to sack everyone the, you know, who run SNL You have to sack all those higher ups But the thing with this I, The thing that is mad interesting about this Right Because SNL, they, they you know they, sat, they hired and then sacked Shane Gillis And then put out their bullshit Like, oh, but we didn't know When they did know Like, they knew the kind of stuff Gillis talks about Right but then they put out that bullshit trying to act like, oh, we're so surprised. Boo, boo, boo. And it's just like, you're not surprised. But it's a bit like, wait, wait, how do you sack him when you've done a whole heap of shit in the past? No, you can't do it. Because you did that in the past because you thought it was funny. He did his jokes. Because he was trying to be funny. 
That's the thing. So it does make SNL look like a bunch of hypocrites, which, I mean, we already knew by the way that whole thing was handled. But this does shine a gleaming light on that. But, you know, hey, comedy is comedy. You're trying to be funny, you're trying to be funny, and you will have some misses. So I don't think he should be fired, Kimmel. But I do think that, um, I do think that the, uh, Fallon, why did I say Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, you know what I mean, it's all a much of a much. But yeah, look, they're trying to be funny, but yeah, the statement's bullshit. The statement's bullshit because, you it's it's a lie. As I said, if you felt that badly about it, you would have talked about it sooner than now. And the only reason you're talking about it now is because it's come up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's come up. And people are just like, oh, Chris Rock hasn't said anything yet. And Chris Rock probably doesn't give a fuck. There's, wait, you can't say, oh... This is the first time Chris has heard... No. This ain't the first time Chris has heard... Chris would have known about it when it happened. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not like this is out of the... He's like, fuck. They did a sketch about me? Motherfuck. No. They... He knew back then. So, if he had a problem with it, he would have said what he had... Then and maybe he did, maybe he didn't like it, but he would have said what he had to say back then. You know what I mean? It's twenty years, people. There's other shit happening, but the the big thing out of this is the consistency. It's the consistency. You know. You can't come at Shane Gillis. You can't sack Shane Gillis. But then, you know, let this one go. And as I said, look, I don't think Fallon should be fired. But I didn't think Gillis should be fired. So, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Because, yo, go back on a whole heap of famous people's shit. And you will find similar stuff. Similar stuff. Now, obviously, people have been, you know, clearing up their timelines. But... I mean, you can't get rid of shit, it's there, you know what I mean, shit's always floating around somewhere, so yeah, everyone's guilty of doing something, alright, so just remember that motherfuckers, hey, but anyway, but anyway, there's more Serious shit happening, people. There's definitely more serious shit happening that, A, needs to be addressed, frankly. I have to say, this week is just insane. It's insane and it's fucking worrying. Fucking worrying, man. Like, it starts off... With the crazy motherfucker in Central Park. You know what I mean? And it ends with a dude dying at the hands of the police. 
Like what the fuck is happening? And and the biggest thing is there's just a slow action to all of it. The slow action to all of it. And you know, like we've seen similar situations that uh you know what I mean? Hey, when it's reverse, things move in a different fucking way. And it's extremely, extremely worrying. Really fucking worrying, man. This makes you just so fucking sad. Right? So, like, and everyone's seen it. So there's the, the video of Amy Cooper being asked politely to put a dog on a leash in an area where dogs have to be leashed. And she, you just hear it go, oh, well, I'm going to call the police. And he's just, the dude's like, yeah, fine, go call the police. And she is so ridiculous. The woman is so ridiculous that she's like, oh, it doesn't matter that I'm being videoed. That's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? It, but what does it... Like, how does it get to that point, right? Where someone thinks, hey, I'm above the law. Nothing's going to happen. Well, <laughs> it's easy to know when black people can get killed and no one really does a fucking thing about it. So she's getting videoed and you just see her make up shit. Please, I'm being threatened by a black man. I mean, it's not even, I'm being threatened by a man. I'm be, I feel like, it's like, she's straight up putting, like, it's a black man. And then you have her, like, pretending to scream, like, you need to come now, you need to come now, he's attacking me, he's attacking like, what the fuck was that? But there's nothing, like, she, I don't believe she's been arrested. Because, trust me. I don't think that's the first time she's tried done that shit, right? And <laughs> I don't believe it's gonna be the last. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, <laughs> supposedly, right? Supposedly, she's been sacked. You know what I mean? That that's what I've heard, right? She she um yeah, what was fired. With immediate effect from uh, her employer. So she worked at Franklin Templeton. That's an investment uh, company. You know, financial assets and all of that. Um, So yeah, they're saying that they sacked her. um, Because they don't condone racism. Which, hey... Fair play, but you know, I I I doubt that this is really going to um, you know, what I mean, affect her going forward. You know, because it doesn't, right? If if this was someone else, yeah, you're not getting another job. 
You know what I mean? You're not getting another job. But really, you know, I don't think, like, Franklin Templeton had much of a choice. Because their first thing was, they didn't sack her straight away. They suspended her at first. Which is a bit like, you don't, like, you mean, oh, we need to investigate the incident. We saw the incident. Like, we saw what she did. There's no, oh, maybe it was, no, 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 no. It was a clear cut of what happened. So, you know, there's that. There's the fact that they didn't just act. Now, I'm not saying, again, like with all this shit, I'm not saying she necessarily needed to be sacked. But, (laughs) you know what I mean? There's shit that needed to be done, you know? But there's nothing else on it. Like, we we don't... Like, the police should have spoken to her. Straight. She's making a false allegation. I mean, like, supposedly, um, you know, she gave a statement. um, And she said uh, she had overreacted. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, I sincerely and humbly apologise to everyone, especially to that man, his family. That's some bullshit. Like, it's a bullshit thing. That's not a honest statement. Because it wasn't, like, the thing is, an overreaction, you might be, like, to shout and run off. Do you know what I mean? Tell someone to fuck off. But to call the police and pretend that you're being assaulted. What the fuck is that? So we have that, which is just fucking terrible, right? But, like... Fuck. You know, we then have George Floyd. George Floyd. That's some disgusting, just, that's some foul shit. That's some really heartbreaking Terrible, fucking terrible. It's horrendous. Like, there's just no need for what happened to have happened. Like, if, if, if anyone can come with any justification for that, he's on the ground. There are four people, like, four officers, I think, involved. Like, at the scene, right? At least four. And what you're saying you can't handle a guy who's cuffed? Who's cuffed? Like, he's telling you he can't breathe. He's telling you he can't breathe. Then you have people who are there saying... Dude's not moving. 
The dude's not breathing. The dude's not breathing. And no one is doing a thing. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, like, you know, cameras are on those motherfuckers. Again, cameras are on them. But they're, they're in that mindset that we cannot be touched. Like, what? You, what you're going to do something against us? You know what I mean? That is what that is. You know? It's 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 just like what the fuck is going on? Where people from think they're untouchable, that they can do this thing in broad daylight with people watching, with them getting videoed, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's horrendous. And like you just see the expression on that police officer's face, the one who had the knee on the guy's neck. Ugh, that's just the foulest shit in the world. It really is. Like there's just no excuse, right? And, like, to be like, oh, we, you know what I mean, we, we, like, there's no other way to, um, you know, restrain the guy, he's resisting arrest, like, and this is the crazy thing about Twitter, Twitter and black Twitter ain't letting you get away with shit, like, the amount of videos that, you know what I mean, come up, like news reports where white people have come at the police with, you know what I mean, batons and like weapons and not the same treatment, not the same fucking treatment. They don't end up dead, but it's funny. It's fucking funny when like a bad person involved. A big chunk of the time, motherfucker will end up dead by the end of it. Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, it's fucking awful, man. Like the um the four four officers who were there. So I know four were, but I don't know if any. You know what I mean? If there were a few others, but for four who were involved, they've been sacked. Which is like, wait, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean they've been sacked? What the fuck is that? Wait, they should be arrested. It's like, how are you not arresting them? It's like, how has that not happened? That like you're sacking them? So you're sacking them because they've done something wrong. Which has resulted in the death of someone. So doesn't that mean that they get arrested? Surely that's the logical fucking thing. Because he's got his knee on the neck. Which didn't need a knee on the neck. You know, he didn't need a knee on the neck. Like the guy has repeatedly said, I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe. So there's that. Then 
people who were there, people who were there, had told you countless times, the guy is unresponsive, the guy is not breathing, the guy is not moving, like, are you going to check on him, you got that one fucking officer who's just pacing up and down, trying to, you know what I mean, move people back, trying to stop them from filming, like, hey, he should have turned and gone, yo, 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 get your knee off his neck, like, the other officers should have been, get your knee off his neck, the guy saying he can't breathe, they should have checked on him, like, every motherfucker there is culpable of that guy's death, didn't need to happen, it didn't need to happen, right, so you put these new incidents, put both of these onto the whole Ahmad Arbery situation, you know, shit is getting worrying, it really is getting worrying, and especially, look, Hey, you know, maybe not everyone has gone through it, but when you get pulled over by the police for a bullshit situation, like, it's fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, what the fuck can I do here? Like, you know what I mean? What's going to happen? Like, it's happened to me twice. It's twice or three times. But it's happened, you know? And, oh, I was lucky to avoid some shit. But that was only because there were other people around who, uh, let's say, didn't look like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, 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 this is worrying. This needs to be sorted out. Needs to be sorted out. I have no clue what happens next. How we get around this. And no wonder people are out fucking on the streets right now. Because, hey, answers need to be, uh, you know what I mean? They need to be coming. And I ain't seen shit yet. But, uh. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, man. All right. Yeah. I don't think there's any more. Uh, yeah, there's no more shit to talk about, really. So let's move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Okay, people, man, chin check this week. Hey, we've got a couple of things to look ahead to. First of all, it's UFC fight night. Uh, it's Tyron Woodley against Gilbert Burns. Oh, this is a fun event. 11 fights. It's coming from the UFC, UFC Apex in Vegas. That's on Saturday. Then on Sunday, people, it's Submission Underground 14. And, uh, yeah, can Wagner Roche, you know, 
can he uh, do it twice against Craig Jones? That's the big question. Another uh, card filled with some fun fights. So, um, yeah, once you've done with this, go and, uh, yeah, take a listen to Chin Check, people. It's going to be fun. All right? Good stuff. Okay, so, finally got round to doing it. That's right, people. I watched The Mandalorian this week. So, I think most people know Mandalorian is the the first live-action Star Wars TV series. And it launched, uh, you know, when Disney Plus came down. Uh, the 12th of November, well, that's stateside anyway, we didn't get it until March, so, mm. and then they did the whole weekly bullshit, so, had to wait until all eight episodes dropped, in my head, I thought there was more, so I waited, but then I found, oh, there's only eight, <laughs> yeah, facts that you don't give a fuck about, okay, so the series is created by John Favreau, who... You know, he's been behind a you know a lot of the the Marvel stuff. You know, he he was um he directed uh, Iron Man, played Happy Hogan, and you know he's been behind the scenes working and doing shit. So it kind of makes sense that he's on this. You know, he did the Lion King. Yeah, you know I mean he's he's in that Disney family, and um yeah. You know, you can you can see him as a safe pair of hands, right? So Favreau wrote um, most of the episodes with help from Dave Filoni, Rick Famuya, and Christopher Yoist. Um, yo, Chris Yoist used to do uh, Marvel Comics back in the day. You know, I, I'd forgotten that he'd moved... Across to just the film and TV stuff um, So the episodes were directed by Dave Filoni Rick Fomoya Deborah Chow Bryce Dallas Howard uh, Tahiki Wahiti I think Favreau directed one as well um, Yo, the music I have to say One thing I really did like Was the, the theme music yeah, that was kind of fire, uh, and that was um Ludwig Ludwig Goransson. Yeah, I probably butchered that, but uh, yeah, these things happen, right? Singer photography was Greg Fraser and Barry Iodi, um, and it. Boasted a solid cast, you know. Yeah, had a had a lot of good actors and actresses um, doing their thing in this, which was uh, pretty cool. So Pedro Pascal, you know, he played the Mandalorian. Then there was Carl Withers, who's Grief Cargo, who kind of is the 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 Guild bounty hunter boss. Um, had uh, Rio Hackford, Gina Carano, Werner Herzog, Nick Nolte, 
Tahiki Watiti, um, Emily Swallow, Misty Rose, uh, Chris Barlett, Aidan Bartola, Alexandra Mano, yeah, Omid Abria. So, yeah, I mean, some good people. Tate Fletcher was up in it, who uh, MMA fans will know, and coffee fans right now, too. Um, Adam Pally, yeah, had a good cast, man. And the um, the gist of it all is... Um, okay, so the gist of it is... Yeah, after stories of Django and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. The series depicts a lone bounty hunter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So, yeah, because, I don't know, I feel, in my head, I think originally I'd thought this was before the original trilogy, but no, so it's afterwards, and, um, yeah, I believe it's meant to be five years after um, The Return of the Jedi, but 25 years before The Force Awakens. So, yeah, there are definitely questions when you kind of break all of that shit down. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, because it's kind of like, so what happened to certain species is, I, the Mandalorians themselves, I don't even know, I don't know, I guess maybe... The whole Mandalorian lore is talked about in the books or the comic, the older comic books. Because I haven't come across them in the Marvel ones so far. But yeah, maybe it was in the uh, uh, Dark Horse, wasn't it, I believe. Yeah, the Dark Horse stuff or the early Marvel stuff from back, back, back. Um... But yeah, I didn't know that they were meant to be these kind of fearsome warriors or anything like that. So yeah, you come across um, kind of things that you're like, oh, that's a thing? Okay, alright, I'll believe you on that. So yeah, there's definitely questions that came across, but... You know, I will say, look, it's an eight-episode show, right? And the episodes are kind of around 45 minutes apiece. And they are pretty decent. You know, I I wouldn't... Yeah, I'd say this is a... Yeah, it's a decent show. It's not terrible, right? It's... I enjoyed it, you know, I, I definitely would say that I I enjoyed, you know, what was happening and everything like that, now, I will say 
that it does seem to, I guess, play into those kind of tropes that we see a lot of the time um, in, uh, you know, some kind of fan, like TV that's meant to be a bit family friendly and all of that. And I guess stuff that we, you know, we come across in sci-fi stuff too. Um, And just kind of, yeah, I guess stories in general a lot of the time. You know, like the person has got a job to do or, you know, they're going after someone. And then they kind of realise, hold on, am I, is, is what I'm doing right? I mean, like, oh, yeah, hmm, maybe I should look at myself here. And, yeah, there was a a lot of that. You know, that happened a lot in this, I would say. Which does, like, you know, you could, you know, guess what was going to happen in most of the episodes, I would say. Yeah, actually, probably all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, you you kind of figured, okay, I see where this is gonna go, but it was like, you know, even with that, it was fun, you know. So I, I I'm not gonna hate really on the fact of the you know the predictability of the stories. Because yeah, um, I I feel like I probably enjoyed this more than any of those last three films. You know, for me, with the with the most recent stuff, I would probably say it's Rogue One, then it's this, and the films. Meh, I don't even know what order. All I know is that, hmm, I think probably Solo is at the bottom. <laughs> but yeah, the others aren't too far ahead. <laughs> oh man. But um, yeah, so, so we have these things happening that kind of push this story on. Um, like, you know, you, you, there was this thing with, like, the, um, those little friggin', I forget what they called, and they've got their, like, oh, they're in black little robes, and they scurry around, and they just scavenge everything, and they just ransack the ship, and you're just like, what? How is it? Like, there are definitely occasions where you kind of go, Wait, how the fuck is that happening? You know, like he does say at in the last episode, it's kind of like he makes it clear that oh, there's a function on the ship that will mean that no one can get into it. And you're just like, but when he lands all the other times, he never activates this thing. And you're just like, wait, why wouldn't you do that? 
It does, and especially if you're landing in the desert, where there's these little scavenging motherfuckers. You know what I mean? You, you think, wait, that would make sense, right? Surely that would make sense to do that. You know, then you've got, um, uh, I will say, I hate, I hate Baby Yoda so much. Oh my god, that thing is the most irritating. It's like because you look at it and you go, ah, oh, man, like this is. Surely this is just for the toy. This is just for the merchandising. Like, this, you could have made it bigger or old, like, better functioning. Because you just see this little motherfucking thing waddling around like it's got a nappy full of shit. And you're just kind of like, what's the per? Like, it just kind of tilts the head every now and again. The eyes get a bit wider. And you just want to wring its neck. It is infuriating. Yeah. Hated Baby Yoda. But, like, during the episodes, he will put Baby Yoda down. And be like, oh, yeah, so I've got to go. And then Baby Yoda always gets out of wherever Baby Yoda is. And you're thinking, surely there's, you can strap it down, or there's locks, or something. But it's just one of those, like, things that happen in in a TV show or a film that you're just like, Wait, this makes no sense. Like, in a horror film when a fucking idiot walks, like, upstairs or down in the basement. Like, in a situation where... And how are you meant to get out of that? Like, what are you doing? You know? And that's a whole kind of Baby Yoda thing. It's just like, wait, what are you doing? And also, they're wanted... So this is the thing, right? So obviously, he's going to have a change of heart. And, you know, so we see where all of this is going. But now him and baby Yoda are wanted. They're wanted. But he'll land somewhere and, you know, they just go walking out. And there's a lot of times he brings fucking baby Yoda with him. And you're just like, wait. Hold on. Everyone's going to know. They're going to see it. And they'll, you know, if they're talking to people, they'll be like, yeah, this dude in this big armor and he had this little green, weird little thing with him. And everyone's going to be like, hold on. Like, everyone knows how shit spreads. It is like, there was just no um, fault of disguise. That's the thing that was kind of a bit baffling. Like, you know, because you think, all right, the Mandalorian, for for some reason, you know, which I've, you know, as I said, I knew nothing about these things. Um, But, yeah, there's this thing where, you know, the Mandalorian can't take his helmet off. You know, a living person cannot see his face. So you can take the helmet off in, in private and all of that. But, uh, yeah, he can't um, 
take it off for a living thing. Which then does make you wonder, what happens, right, if you want to get, you know, a little busy, a little freaky. So, it's either you got to bang a chick with the helmet on, which is like... As ridiculous as, as dude banging were in Timberlands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it is kind of hilarious. Just the fool. You know? Because it's just like, she'll just want to kiss and be like, helmet staying on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So every chick is going to think that they're a It's going to feel like a hoe. But you're like, no kissing. <laughs> no kissing. And, and so yeah, you're either banging with the helmet on or what? Do you get the blindfolding her? Is it all straight up doggy? Like what happens with that? Hey, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because like no, there is an episode where there is the kind of hint that he had something with a certain chick. And it's just like, alright, so if they did, then how did that work? You know what I mean? Hey, but anyway, tangent, yes, I realise. But yeah, so he's going out and about, and you're thinking, alright, okay, if he can't take the helmet off, I get it. But surely, like a hooded cloak, that could work? You know, you saw fucking... um, Luke wear one in some of the films and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and, you know, Kwai John Jin. Uh, uh, I think that's the name, right? And, yeah, so you think, like, a hooded cloak, at least, that would kind of help mask who the fuck you are. These, the bounty hunters are coming for you, motherfucker. I, why are you broadcasting who you're, like, it made no sense, so that was a bit kind of like, huh, um, there was an episode <laughs> when they were on this kind of planet, and the, these villagers are getting attacked, and everything like that, and they, he, 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 with Gina Carraro's character, trained the villagers, they trained the villagers to fight, and, like, that was, the for me that was the worst episode. Yeah, it was just yeah, it just wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it was it was the weakest out of all of them. Um, and it's one of those things that is always just makes no sense, right? Because you know you have these people that have never fought, never fought. And it's like, alright, we're going to train you to fight, and it's like, um, you know, so, oh, this is how you use a spear, and blah, 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 and there's always that scene when they walk up to someone and go, you've got it the wrong way round. So, yeah, they threw that in there, because, you know, why not? And they're showing them, and by the end of this montage, everyone's doing things in a better way, and you're like, yay, they've got a chance, huzzah! What never makes any sense, right, though? Because they would never have the, the, the that feeling of having 
people running at them trying to kill them. You know, like look, and what I what I mean is in any other scenario, they're running, right? And all the times when they've been attacked before, they run. So you have to then dispel that fear and stand your ground and fight. That's not something that just happens, right? It doesn't suddenly wait, hold on, oh, now we're going to stand, yeah, let's do it. But that's, they depict that kind of shit all the time. And it's just like, all right, one or two might, the majority are just going to flee. They're going to flee. And especially when, you know, you start taking damages, because they're not used to that shit, but no, they have the, you know, they show them coming and fighting, and obviously, because we're in this weird age, right, so the guys are cowering, and they have to get shouted at to kind of join the women to be fighting, and it's just like, okay, we get it, we get it, like, you didn't have to, that's just some crazy ass shit, come on, people, Let's not do this shit. <laughs> but yeah, so they've got that. Um, there is another, another what a bit of like storytelling that's just irritating, right? So there's a scene, um, and he 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 meets up with like the rest of like the Mandalorian coven, as it were, and like. They're having an argument. He's got in this big argument with one of the guys, um, for for because he's like, oh, you're taking you know commissions from like the the people we hate, the people that you know try to wipe us out, and so they get into a fight, and you know something then happens where you know they then get help. Right, but it's just a bit like, okay, I get it, but surely there should be something where you know you get more of an under like, there's you kind of you know, I guess if you know about the the whole history, you know, you'd be like, yeah, of course, yeah, that makes sense, but otherwise, you're just like, wait, why are they helping him? Gary, like, why are they then sacrificing all their shit to come help him? It, it's just one of those loose machinas that gets thrown in, and it's just like, hold on, a bit more context, people. A bit more context would be good, you know? But they're kind of my gripes with it all, you know? They're my gripes. Uh, it, yeah, you, you can see through all the storylines And you've got certain moments that just like ah, That doesn't make any, like, what's happening here But, yeah, as I said, look, it is enjoyable You know, you, you sit there and you watch it, it unfolds And you're like, yeah, you know, alright, let's do another episode it's, It has that funness about it, you know so that was all good. Oh yeah, Bill Burr is in this. You know, great comedian Bill Burr. Um and that was fun. Yeah, he he that episode 
it was fun, but you knew exactly, like, all of it you could see, this, this is the one thing, right, he, he keeps on getting into situations that are clearly a setup, and you're just like, wait, what is happening here, there's clearly, huh, oh. but yeah, the Burr episode was good, and the ending wasn't bad. The ending wasn't bad. There, you know, it, there was a lot of cliche stuff. You know, because uh, I hate droid. I don't trust droid. Hmm. So yeah, all all of the, you know, you know, like look when you see it or if you've seen it, you get it, right? You understand. But um. Yeah, like the end, it wasn't bad, it wasn't bad, um, it was kind of fun to see the armor f- do her thing, but I, I do hate that whole, <sighs> I'm gonna sacrifice myself, yeah, I'm gonna throw my life, like, this is just like, none of that, n- it never really makes any sense, the reasoning that is always given you can kind of, you know, you could destroy it with a couple of sentences, you know, like, it, like, it never makes sense for anyone to die, and just to give, like, yeah, it's just like, wait, what are you doing here, that's just some silly ass shit, but, like with a lot of the characters, you know, you're, you're kind of left in the thing, oh, are they dead? Hmm, I don't know, uh, so yeah, like, you know, it ends, and it does end in a way that kind of sets up some shit, um, and also, like, you're kind of wondering, are we going to learn more about, you know, the Yoda species, again, maybe, that's all talked about in the books and the older comics, but I have no clue what the fuck any of that shit is. Because we've only ever seen Yoda. You know, we've only ever seen Yoda and now this thing. Um, so yeah, that could be a fun thing that gets explored. And obviously, we've got the moth, which you kind of feel, right? When the ship, like, why did no one go to check the crash ship? That would be the thing that you surely would do. Like, surely you would do. Because everyone knows, like, you can walk away from a crash. Like, what the fuck? That was some crazy shit, right? That didn't make any sense. But, obviously, look, we were trying to set things up for season two. So, uh, yeah, but, um, you know, with every, like, with all my gripes and all of that, as I said, look, it's enjoyable, the theme music is great, another thing I did really enjoy was um, the end credits, I loved the fact that they, you know, you you saw a lot of the scenes from the episode, but done as, like, a, a comic, and I or I wonder if these are the story actual storyboards if they went to that much depth because that would be pretty cool. 
But yeah, I like that. Like, I think the the whole kind of designs and the cinematography was good. You know, like the different costumes and everything like that. That all gave you that kind of sense of this new world and, you know, these different planets and everything like that. So that was all fun. Like the story world building was good. I enjoyed all of that. So, um, yeah, I can't wait. I am looking forward to season two. Again, I'm going to wait until it all drops before I get into it. But word is, they'd finished, you know, um, recording just before, you know, everything went nuts. And they're able to do the post-production, you know, remotely and everything. So, yeah, we should get season two in October. So, huh, going to look forward to that. But I would recommend checking it out. Because as I say, it's Better than those last few films. <laughs> so, yeah. Enjoy. But, oh, I, I will say, I did see the funniest thing on IMBD. Some um, disgruntled fan had put as the heading for their review, Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrahams, and Ryan Johnson, take notice. This is how you do Star Wars. <laughs> and they gave it a top rating And I'm like, listen It's it's decent Yes, I will say that But it still could be better Like, let, let, don't go This is as much as we expect Because it still could be better So, yeah, aim higher, motherfucker Aim higher Higher, jeez! But listen, if you if you haven't watched it, get yourself a Disney Plus subscription. Borrow friends, you know, whatever, and uh, check it out. It it is worth it. Yeah, The Mandalorian. Okay, so this week, I um, I read an American Marriage. Um, so this is the fourth book from Tut. Tayari Jones um, And it's read by Sean uh, Kristen and Isa Davis On Audible Now it's kind of an odd one Because I really have no clue Why I picked this book up I, I have no clue But I bought it For some reason And then I I hear all this Chatter about it which is a weird one because I bought this and I bought one of her other books at the same time. I think it's Leaving Atlanta. Um, yeah, and it's kind of strange. I yeah, it, it's so weird because after I picked it up, I hear that you know what I mean. It it got um, it was on the long list for the National Book Award for fiction. It was a finalist for the Los Angeles Times Book Prize for fiction. Um. The long list for the Orwell Prize for Political Fiction. Uh, the finalist for the Aspen Words Literary Prize. It won the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Literature Work in Fiction. It won the um, Women's Prize for Fiction. And it was... Uh, 
one of Oprah's book club books. So, really, there's been a huge load of talk, and I, yeah, I just missed it somehow. But, you know, some friends had read it, and they, um, yeah, they, they, they said they enjoyed it. So, I was like, all right, well, cool, I'll get into it. So, um, this book, it's about newlywed Celestial and Roy. Um, they're a the embodiment of both the American dream and the new south. He is a young executive and she is an artist on the brink of an exciting career. But as they settle into the routine of their life together, they are ripped apart by circumstances neither neither could have imagined. In this depth exploration of love, loyalty, race, justice and both black masculinity and black womanhood in the 21st century America, Jones achieves that most elusive of all literary goals, the great American novel. Um, yeah, so that's the, uh, that's right up. And, you know, I had no clue, like, you know what I mean, what was going to happen going in. Uh, but I will say from the outset, it's it's an odd one, right? Because I don't know really, like, I, I don't think I've ever really been a huge, uh, I guess, fan for books when you're kind of told uh, uh, what's kind of going to go on. Or a certain narrative from the giddy up, you know what I mean? Like um, they're to like there's a something happening, but it's just like ah, uh, but obviously this doesn't carry on for a lot, and it's just like ah, why you tell me that? Like there's no need for me to know. You know I mean let me find out as the book unfolds, right? So th- so there's that, and at the beginning that happens. Okay, so we're, we're, we, we, it's not straight away, but there's a, a, you know, a, in the first third, like there's a bit and it's just like, oh, and this happened, but it wasn't to last. And you're like, huh, damn, why did I, now, like you didn't necessarily know what was going to be the thing to cause that separation, but so you're kind of waiting for it. Um, you know, I, I figured it might be an affair, but yeah, that's not the case, right? So, yeah, so you're, you're reading, you're listening (laughs) to the book and the story and look, Jones has got a, a nice kind of flow to her writing, you know, the book flowed nicely um, and she used, uh, like, so she split the book into three parts, but then each chapter is kind of dedicated to a character. So the, ca- the chapter is named after that person, you know, so you've got Roy, Celestial, you know, and then, a, a, you know, a, a few others, Andre, uh, and that's how it kind of goes, which is, you know, it's an interesting play on things, I feel, but the one thing that, 
I guess I, I kind of struggled with, with this, was I didn't like any of the characters, you know, and look, that's not even a thing, I've read plenty of books where I didn't like the characters, you know, but you enjoy how the story's being told, and I did like the, I like components of the story, you know, like, there's definitely bits of this that I just thought, yeah, no, that's really good, I enjoy that, but the story, I, I think I didn't necessarily completely like the, the full story, um, is just because it kind of paints it like, this is how, this is how we act. You know what I mean? Like, every black person is going to act like this. And I find that a bit irritating, you know? Because it's just like, no. And, listen, I haven't been incarcerated. You know, so, yeah. You can't judge on certain things. But, you know, I've definitely been in a situation... A a few times That was an injustice Nothing to do with myself And and you're put in You know what I mean Yeah this this kind of thing That could And is turning south Fast but luckily Like something comes up And you you know what I mean And, And it changes and you're able to get out Of that situation so, look, it's like, I understand how the law can be. But, yeah, there, there, there's the, the, I think it's the things that happened at the end that was just a bit like, God damn. You know, because we get this talk of, oh, I've, I've never, you know what I mean? I've never raped anyone or I've never harmed a woman. But it's kind of like, yeah, there is that. But when you say that you could, like I've never said I could take you right now and you couldn't do a thing about it. Like I've never, ever said that. You know what I mean? And so as soon as you hear, you're just like, yo, come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, you can't look at someone the same way after they've kind of said certain things. You know what I mean? And, yeah, Roy's an ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but, see, this is the thing. Roy's an asshole, right? And because, look, this is the thing, right? You can be in a bad situation, but then it's up to you how you carry yourself. You know what I mean? And, like, people have done me dirty, but I'm not going to go and then just destroy a load of shit. Which is, like, yeah, kind of foul. And especially... When you know he ain't clean, you know what I mean? Now, like Celestial, look, yeah, she, 
I feel she should have said something as soon as the situation changed. Yeah, I, I think she should have done that. Now, you know what I mean? Do I hold her, like, badly because of how it went? Like, the, the change of the feelings and all of that kind of thing. It's a bit like, look, I, I get how that could have happened. You know what I mean? And especially when you kind of... You know what I mean? Because I think the way the the book, the story goes... Because it's like an American marriage. And the thing is, you, you kind of read it and you'd be like... Mm, is there really a love here? Now, because this is a question, right? Because I feel... People can say they love someone... But it's more about the actions, you know? I feel actions speak louder than words. So if you have to pressure someone into doing something, that makes you kind of wonder, right? That definitely makes you wonder what is actually going on here, you know? So there's that. That was a big part. And so you're thinking, and then also, I I never understand, it's like when you let people insult the person that you supposedly love, like family, friends, whatever. Now, it's like you don't have to be bad back, but you just extra skate, extra skate, extra, you take yourself away from that situation, you know what I mean? Like, I've been there. You know, but you just be like, okay, I think we're going to go now. That's all that needs to be said. And then you leave, right? So there's this. So you kind of wonder, like, where's the, what is the real love here? And something is said at the beginning of the book, right? So there's a, what is it? I think there's a receipt that's found or something, something. And Roy, no, it's a business card. Okay, so it's a number and a business card. And Roy's like, oh, you know what? I just like to know that women like me. And you've heard that. And listen, I, this is something you hear a lot, right? I, you know, I don't do anything, but I kind of flirt sometimes. It's just, you know, my nature, but I don't do anything. And it's like, all right, fine, fine, whatever. As long as you don't do anything. Now, I, it's like, the flirt in itself, I'm like, eh, it's not the best, right? And you hear a number, you hear a percentage, and it's just like 99 point something of the time, it doesn't go any further. So what about the rest of the time? What about that other point? Certain, certain. See, that's the thing that's kind of thrown out there. It's tossed and it's left, right? So there's that. And then we get what he does when he comes out of jail, right? The few days. And it's just a bit like, ah. Like, you, so you do that? And then, mm, no. It's kind of grimy. So there's there's this, and you read it, and you're just like, ah, I'm not feeling this shit, man. This is some foul shit, you know. 
So it's like these things and it kind of holds you from like enjoying or like really emphasizing with the people. So like Andre, he's a bit rubbish because again, it's like trying to pressure someone into doing something. Like not physically, but keeping on and on and on. And it's just like, ah. And then when you hear the kind of explanation of how it all came to be. And you're just like, yo, son, you could have walked away. You don't have to do that. So, none of the people you kind of really like. There's no one here that you really like. And at the end, uh, the end is just, but, so it goes in this weird kind of roller coaster, which is, I think, up to, I guess, up to the leaving of prison, you kind of go, it's going back and forth, you're like, okay, okay, this is fine, this is fine. There is a thing that happens in jail with the, the roommates, that was just a bit like, you know, I, I wasn't really keen on that little plot twist, but you know, whatever, whatever. Um, and yeah, so but every up until that point, you're just like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. You know, they, they, I think kind of some more clarity on certain points would have always been good, but you know, the story flowed, the story was high. But then it's just the very end of the book. I don't know. The very, the, it all kind of gets tied together a bit too neatly. And especially after certain actions. Because I think there's always a line. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yo, you cross the line. What is there now? And look. I'm not. I'm saying you don't necessarily would always have to hate per- someone, but then corresponding and like, mm, that's always. I find that kind of odd. So like the very end of the book, it kind of gets tied up nicely, a little neatly, and I don't know. It just feels kind of weird to me. You know, so. It's a weird one, you know, because I think the writing is decent. I mean, Jones, you know, she's got a way with words, you know, it it flows well. I also like the fact on Audible you have, you know, the two narrators. So you've got the guy and the girl, Um, you know, I, I, I think they did a really good job. And it's always helpful when you have... um. A narrative from several different points of view to get different voices because it helps some sometimes it helps the story flow. So Sean Christen and Isa Davis did a real good job. There, yeah. So if you you know you want to do this book, I'd say yeah, audio is definitely a good way to go with it. So yeah, it, it it's like I think the production is good. I think the the poetry of the words, the flow is I enjoyed it to a point. Um the end, I didn't really like the end. Didn't really like the end. And yeah, there's a few things 
in here, I kind of felt that just, I was a bit too, just a bit too neat, you know what I mean, like, oh, we're tying that little plot bit up nicely, and that goes, you know what I mean, it's a bit too, uh, I don't know, I don't know, so, although I feel the book is decent, I kind of, like, when you read about all the accolades of it, like, I don't know if it's that, you know what I mean, like, for me, I don't know, I, like, all of these awards and everything like that, it's like, I wouldn't say, you know, saying it's the great American novel, and, mm, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but, you know, as I said, look, it's just my point of view, because I don't feel that everyone would do the things that happen in here, but it's kind of played like, oh, yeah, this is what a black man does, you know what I mean? Mm, uh, yeah, and that for me, mm, no, 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 you decide how you uh, want to carry yourself, you know what I mean? You decide what foot you put forward, even coming from the adversity, you know? So, yeah, but there it is. Um, An American Marriage by uh, Tayara Jones. Definitely check out the Audible book, people. uh, Yeah, it's it's a good little way to pass the time. Cool. Okay, people, so we draw to an end of another episode. And before we do, let's see what's happening in the world of TV. Well, the Peacock, you know what I mean? NBC, they're uh, trying to get a lot of, uh, you know, content out there. And word is that they're um, making a... uh, Sequel to The Little Mermaid Yup That is correct Um, So Yeah, I think it's going to be called Washed Up And um, It's going to be following Like the book Rather than, you know, the Disney Version, obviously Right Um, Supposedly the story is set 15 years After the events of the book um, You know what I mean She lost her tail But she wanted to get married uh, Now she's um, You know In her early 30s And miserable Unmotivated and in a loveless Marriage So you can see they went with an original Take there uh, But when her father suddenly dies she suspects foul play and embarks on an epic adventure to save not only her underwater kingdom but all of humankind <laughs> so i think it's going to be from Gl- uh, gracie glasmia who um was behind um I think Jane and the Virgin with Jenny Schneider Ehrman. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be putting it together. 
you know, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Amazon have got a couple of things that could be possibilities. So it sounds like along with um, Sony Pictures Television, they're developing a TV series based on Lisbeth Salander. Yeah, interesting, right? And the thing is, it's not going to be a, um, you know, a, a, a new version of the girl with a dragon tattoo or any of the original trilogy. Supposedly, right? Um, yeah, supposedly it will take uh, take her and place her in today's world. With a wholly new setting New characters And a new story Which is It's weird Right It's like the originals It's not like they were set Like really far in the past And There's a new trilogy of books That were written as well So I don't know I don't know what they're doing Because it kind of feels like you could have just created any show, basically. <laughs> you know what I mean? You didn't have to use that character, that IP. But, hey, that's what they're doing. Um, now, this isn't confirmed. But I feel parties involved feel that the likelihood is good. So, um, CBS were originally going to be making a um, Lincoln Lawyer TV series, you know, and the books are from Michael Connolly. Now, Connolly says because of the coronavirus, um, CBS ended up passing on um, the show. But, a load of like um, networks and streaming services are supposedly looking to pick this up, and people believe Amazon are the front runner because they currently have Bosch, which is another series from Connolly, and it interlinks with the Lincoln Lawyer because. The characters are brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think one of the ideas is a shared universe. Which is interesting because, you know, Bush is um, it's getting a seventh season. But the seventh season is going to be its last so it's not as much a shared universe unless they can get, um, I guess, Titus Wheel Welvey to, um, you know, make recurring appearances on the new show, or they then decide to extend Bosch. Because you know, I don't know what there's like twenty books, I think, something like that. And I'm sure the TV shows haven't gone through all of that. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see um, to see what happens with this all. 
you know but that's where it currently lies uh so fx recently came out with a lot of renewal announcements and you know the like uh so um the american history story anthology series is getting a spin-off called american horror stories which i feel is a little confusing maybe but uh, i don't know so it's described as an episodic anthology so they're saying each episode will be self-contained and deal with a different horror story so um yeah i don't know um they have also renewed um better things uh the weekly and as expected it's always sunny in philadelphia which will mark this as its 15th season which makes it the longest running live action comedy series ever so yeah um dave also gets a season two um as um breeders is getting a season two uh so is what we do in the shadows that's a season three mayans mcs renewed for a season three mr in between and posse cake they're also up for three a uh, third seasons um fargo and snowflake are in for a fourth and um yeah we know archer has got an 11th season we're just waiting for that to be uh to be fit like it's finished but i think they're in um you know post-production and all of that and finally so there was um talk recently that uh you know apple and the henson company were doing a fraggle rocks a fraggle rock series um you know a, a, a number of shorts called rock on so um yeah i think that uh got a lot of um got a lot of buzz people seem to uh, enjoy it all you know so that is that's good right uh so yeah word is that um yeah it's gonna gonna get more so um ah, that's pretty uh, that's pretty decent can look forward to some more uh, some more muppets <laughs> so yeah i don't know we'll see um we'll see what happens you know and it, you know no word on how many more episodes it's gonna get but yeah it's on a an official series order now so um that is it people that is it so um yeah hopefully next week will bring uh I don't know, brighter news, let's say. All right, but until then, 
We are out And uh, yeah Take care of yourselves people Peace